Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Bosho. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. I believe 2023 is going to be a year and I want to say that and you have to write it down because that's God's prophetic promise. When God relocates you, He gives a promise. Then there will be trials, tests, challenges, opposition. You have to persevere. And just when it seems that everything is over, God's going to come through for you. I believe what was on hold will be accelerated supernaturally. Your prayers are no longer going to hang between heaven and earth. God's going to answer your prayer with lightning bolts, as the Bible says in Revelation. There will be an acceleration in the spiritual sphere as well as in the physical sphere. What took 20 years to accomplish will be accomplished in three years. And watch the next two years in South Africa in the name of Jesus. How many of you believe there's going to be great change in our country, South Africa? The fulfillment of every promise God gave you will be supernaturally accelerated. Somebody say acceleration. We're going to talk about it this morning. So I'm going to talk fast so that your head begins to swim. You're going to have to go listen to this on slow forward in Jesus' name. Isaiah 60 verse 22, the Bible says, The little one shall become a thousand, a small one a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in its time. Somebody say, there will be a hastening. No, you have to talk it. Come on, you have to prophesy this morning. Talk with me. Amos chapter 9, verse 13. And I read from the message. The Bible says, yes, it won't be long now. Things are going to happen so fast, your head will swim. A lot of us, uh, um, our, our heads were swimming because of all the chaos and the calamity. But now your head is going to swim because of God's goodness and God's grace that is going to manifest in your life in Jesus' name. It says, one thing fast on the heels of another. You won't be able to keep up. Uh, that's not like some of you during COVID. It was one bill came, then there was another bill came, and there was another payment, and there was another negative. No, God says things are going to change. God says, I'm going to turn your mourning into dancing. I'm going to turn your sorrow into joy. Come on, you're weeping into dancing. God's going to give you beautiful ashes. Come on, if you believe it, shout amen in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He says, everything will be happening at once. Everywhere you look, blessing. Say, my days of trouble are over. Say it. No, you've got to say it and you've got to believe it. Say, my days of trouble are over. I'm declaring it, okay? If you don't like good news, wrong church for you. And everywhere you look, blessing. Blessing like wine pouring off the mountains and the hills. I will make everything right again for my people, God says. I will make everything right. What is broken, I'll fix. What is lost will be found. What is barren will bear fruit in the name of Jesus. Come on. What decreased will increase in the name of Jesus. Shout amen somebody in this place. Hallelujah. He says, I will make everything right again for my people Israel. They will rebuild South Africa. I mean, they will rebuild the ruined cities. They'll plant vineyards, the agriculture. 
and drink good wine while you dine with your wife, okay? It's okay. They'll work their gardens. They'll own property and eat fresh vegetables, not hormone-filled. Amen. I'll plant them. I'll plant them in their own land. They will never be uprooted from that land I've given them. If you are believing God, you're not a property owner, but you are believing God to be a property owner because I believe God wants every one of His children to own property, okay? I don't care what the reason is that you don't have property, but that is God's inheritance for you, that you own property. I'm believing that our people in South Africa will own property. I believe that you are going to own property in the next two years. Come on, if you are believing God for property and you believe it, give the Lord a praise. Come on there on television as well. Nothing is too difficult for God. Hallelujah. Well, that's a lot of you. God doesn't want you to be a renter. God wants you to be an owner. Huh? You go home and you write down on that scripture, I will have my own property in the next two years. I don't care what people say. This is not a prosperity gospel. This is a promise that God gives you, okay? Because the lender is servant to the borrower. They put up rates, your rates go up. It messes with your budget. So get a vision. You believe in God? for a farm, not to have three goats, but to plant crops that will feed South Africa, then it's a noble vision. Twenty twenty-three things are gonna change so quickly that your head is gonna swim, my brother and my sister and you better get ready or you're not going to keep up with what God is going to do in your life. Everything will be happening at once. As this COVID devil knocked us, I'll tell you what, the blessing of God is going to lift us everywhere. God's going to lift you out of your depression, out of your poverty, out of your fear, out of your bondage, out of your addiction. It's all going to happen at once. Every day, there's going to be another good thing. Every week, you're going to have a new testimony. Every month, you're going to talk about something new that the Lord has done for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Get rid of your cynicism and begin to believe what God says. 2023 will be a year of supernatural acceleration for the glory of God in Jesus' name. So there's going to be blessing everywhere. I declare it over CRC. The blessing is going to drip off of you. There's going to be blessing everywhere. There's going to be blessing everywhere. There's going to be blessing everywhere. South Africa, there's going to be blessing everywhere. What Satan planned for the ruin and the destruction of South Africa, God is going to turn around supernaturally by the power of the Holy Ghost and by putting the right people in the right place for this divine change. Shout Amen in I tell you what, listen, 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 listen. There shouldn't be a poor person in South Africa. There's enough resources, enough gold, enough platinum, enough oil that they refuse to drill and gas that they refuse to uh, 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 drill, etc. All the riches are here. Our people shall not be poor. I said our people in South Africa will not be poor. 
Shout amen, man, in Jesus' name. So this declaration for me is not just for um, our church. I speak it of our country. So the setbacks you've experienced in the last three years, causing trauma, delays, loss of forward momentum, God's going to accelerate supernaturally. You need to, we're going to talk about supernatural and focus a lot on the supernatural because this isn't going to happen by might or by power. It's going to happen by the Spirit of God. Sovereignly. So God gets the glory. It's going to happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. And it's going to result in progress, forward momentum for the church, for God's kingdom, for our country, for you as an individual. God's able to restore your losses through His divine supernatural intervention. You will experience a move of God, I declare it, in your life that will bring supernatural acceleration. Now, it doesn't mean that baby is now going to uh, take a, a one month and then nine months the baby is going to be delivered. No, that's going to be normal, okay. But it, it's going to be, you haven't been able to fall pregnant. You are going to fall pregnant, married, amen. You're going to fall pregnant. You've not been able to get that job. You're going to get that job. You, you, you are too white to get enrolled in university. You're going to get enrolled in the university in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, an ungodly, unrighteous no will be turned into a righteous yes in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you something. I'm always going to talk against every form of injustice. Whether it's color-coded white or black, I don't care. If it's wrong, it is wrong. If a child has a dream, a destiny, that child has the right to pursue the dream and destiny without any politician stopping it. I declare dead things are going to come back to life. Say amen. I, I declare barren things will produce life. Say amen. I believe there will be forward momentum because some of you have been conditioned by this pandemic to just hold the fort. We're not yet to hold the fort. We are yet to occupy. We are yet to increase. We are yet to multiply. We are yet to be fruitful. We are yet to increase to the left and to the right. Shout amen. Come on, young brilliant mind. I know there was a time you had to survive, but now it's time to thrive. Come on, you're not going to be a survivor. You are a survivor. And that means now you're going to be a thriver. Thriver. I believe that God's going to accelerate deliverance in your life, in your family, in your spouse. Stop speaking death over him. Declare the promise. The principle of divine acceleration when God gives me a word, obviously I go to Scripture to see, has it happened in the Bible? Yes, it has. Always God gives a prophetic promise. Then there will be trials, adversities, and just when it looks it's like it's all over and it's in injury time or it's overtime and everybody's waiting for the team to knock the ball or drop the ball or do something. Here comes Brian Abana and he intercepts a ball and he scores a try and we win the World Cup while everybody else has thought it's all over. Israel, think about them. They lived in Slavery and the taskmasters for 430 years. How long did it take God to deliver them? One night. 
Oh, that's a good one-night stand. Amen. Having a one-night stand with God, coming and showing up in your life and accelerating things and breaking through on your behalf. 430 years of slavery. People so conditioned. And it took God one night, one night to deliver them, but took God 40 years to get the slave mindset out of them. Whoops. I have to talk about that. The way people still choose to think like victims. The way people still choose to blame everybody else. The, the way people still play the color card in today. I'm sorry to say it like that. But you're going to have to get real now. And you're going to have to believe God now. And you're going to have to realize that you are out of the land of oppression. And you're as free as you want to be. And your future is as, is as bright as you choose to see. And, and, and the land of milk and honey is ahead of you to possess. Because the Bible says when darkness covers the earth, the glory of God will be seen upon you. Arise, shine. It's time for you, my brother, my sister, to make up your mind. I will arise and I will shine no matter where I live. A what a camp, it doesn't matter. I have a future, I have a hope because my God is a supernatural God and I will have God's blessing, blessing, blessing everywhere in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah in Jesus' name. So Samaria in, 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 in a grip of one of the worst poverty scenarios we ever heard. I mean, it was so bad that people sold a donkey's head for 80 shekels of silver. Second Kings chapter 5. Then people turned to cannibalism, not the children, the adults. It's amazing. When, 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 when there's a world agenda, it's, the kids are always the target. Go study what childism is. That a child has the same right as an adult. That, that's what brought the Roman Empire to a fall. Where children were no longer treated as children, but a child was treated as an adult. And a child at the age of four, five, six, seven, had the right and the decision to make that was equal to an adult and they engaged in all kinds of activities that are left for adults only. And it brought a whole empire to fall. So if we talk about supernatural acceleration, I believe it's because we see in our world, the last eight years, a huge acceleration on social media, on trying to propagate certain things that we should all swallow as normal. And there's nothing normal about telling a three-year-old boy, you're not a boy, a little girl, you're not a girl. Do you know that Canada is debating, the psychiatrists have decided that pedophilia is not a criminal act, but that it is a condition that adults find children attractive sexually, and it's something that society has to accept? Excuse me, my brother. Excuse me. Excuse me. We're not going to lose our minds because of the craziness that is being propagated through Disney World, through Hollywood, and through some extremist influences and television stations that are pushing an agenda down the silent majority's throat. The sad thing is that the majority is always silent. I don't get it. But those that are extreme become activists and they try in the guise of we care about everybody. You don't care much for my child. If you tell me I may not raise my boy as a boy, my girl as a girl, I understand when there's certain genetic things happening, that's an exception and that should be dealt with medically, psychologists, pastorally, we get it. 
But we cannot get confused because what is on the table in the years that lie ahead is that the Bible will become hate speech, that you will be forbidden to post the Bible, to speak the Bible on television. Well, to hell with the devil, my brother and my sister, because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. We are not yet to conform to this world. We are yet to transform this world. Shout amen in the name of Jesus. Come on. So it's going to be a time of activism. I'm telling you now. Righteous activism. All these policies, let me not go there. So they, it is so bad that they begin to eat their children. And they eat the one child the one day. And the mother complains to the king and says, we agreed yesterday we're going to eat our child. That's what the world is doing. It's eating our children. Do you understand this? Eating their children's moral values. Eating our children's identity. Eating our children's value and their worth. Do you understand what's happening in the world out there? Hello? Do you understand? The education that is pushed down children's little minds. They do not have the ability to discern right from wrong. A child left by himself, the Bible says, will bring his mother to shame. These kids need to be educated. But the spirit of the world wants to eat them, swallow them up. Because Satan knows God is up to something as he did when Moses was born. He knew, didn't know exactly. So he said, kill all the babies. And then when Jesus was born, there was a star. And what did he do? Kill all the babies. So the devil knows the greatest generation is rising up in this planet and he wants to silence them with bylaws and he wants to silence them with confusion and with identity crisis. But I'll tell you, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord is going to lift up a standard against him and we are poised for the greatest revival, supernatural acceleration not by might nor by power, but by the Holy Ghost. If you believe it, stand to your feet and give the Lord Jesus a praise. Come on, blimp for time. So uh, the politicians are hopeless. I mean, the king was hopeless. He had no answer to all that was happening. And then Elijah said, the man of God, a promise. Something is going to change. There's going to be a supernatural acceleration. Thus says the Lord. Thus says the Lord. Tomorrow. About this time. A seer of flour shall be sold for a shekel. And two seers of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. So an officer. A clever advisor. May not be sarcastic. That always get themselves in a place of influencing those in power with their agendas. If you listen to Kanye West, forget the t-shirt he wore. Uh, let's just talk about what he said. He said he saw how people position influences around those who are top artists, entertainers, and personalities to push their agenda on those artists. He says, my ex-wife was a great Christian. She doesn't choose to dress like that. 
But they tell a dress like that or your popularity is going to go down. Now I'm quoting him. It's out there on social media, etc. He said, and in my life, all these people were positioned. And I was told what to say. I was told what was the popular agenda of the day. And when I bucked this system and I began to speak about Jesus Christ, they said, Kanye West, your time is over. But he says, no, my record sales are higher. I'm doing better than ever. Oh, come on, God's going to take you places that nobody else can take you. Say amen and give Him praise in Jesus' name. I don't wear that T-shirt. You wonder what's on it, Google it. Maybe you're going to have a heart attack. I don't know. At the Paris Fashion Week. Make it easy for you. I know you don't like to be provoked, but you need to be provoked so you can think and stop being a pawn in the scheme of greater things. Freedom of mind is the ability to influence yourself, not to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and every sentiment and issue-driven people. You're going to have to know who you are and you're going to have to get a mind that is set on Christ. And if all your friends go, your little circle of friends lose themselves and all they can talk about is this garbage, then, sorry girl, doll, what are you doing there? Because like attracts like. What are you doing there? If you're not influencing them, but you just want to hang out with them so you can feel important. Girl, you need an encounter with Jesus Christ so you can see yourself through the eyes of Jesus. Your value and your worth is not determined by the property you live in, the car you drive, the clothes you wear in, but by what Jesus did for you. It's not a oh, come on, determined by your associations. It's determined by what God says about you. Say amen in Jesus' name. That's why you can, you, you can, you can live in a squatter camp and you can... You can walk as a king because you are a king. Amen. Not the king's stableman. You are the king. Your address has nothing to do with who you are. But you have to start acting like a king, behaving like a king, talking like a king. Stop wallowing in the mud with pigs. Begin to see yourself as better. Because I'll tell you uh, frankly that most people's enemy is not out there. It's the enemy. Their own hang-ups in insecurities and shortcomings and beliefs. And I'm going to work very hard in the evenings to adjust that which has to be fixed in people's paradigms, their thinking systems. Because if we don't change that, we're not changing anything. Amen. So the prophet says tomorrow about this time, this is what's going to happen. So Apollo, uh, uh, an advisor to the king, on whose hand the king leaned for advice, answered and said to the man, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, could it be? So what he's saying, he's saying it's not, it's not possible. 
Excuse me. My Bible says the things that are impossible with man are possible with God. For with God, all things are possible. My Bible says if you can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. My Bible says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that works on the inside of you. So, so when people say it's not possible, like uh, I talk to a lot of people, uh, um, and they have no hope for the future. They've got to say, no, 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 no. Things are going to get better. They say, well, we've heard that forever. No, things are going to get better. These next two years, the church of Jesus will rise up. I prophesy and I said, these next two years, I'll tell you what, we are going to pray like never. These next two years, we are going to see a God intervention in South Africa so that all people can live free. Black, white, colored, Asian can have equality and freedom and respect and a future that we don't stand without sticking our hands any longer trying to beat one another over their head. There's too much at stake. Put the person that's qualified in the job, I have no problem. If our cricket team, all 11 are black players and we win, I'm happy. If the rugby team, all are Asian players, I'm happy. That's it. Let's just get some white people in the cabinet as well, please. Let me, while I'm on this, let me just offend somebody uh, that's still stuck in your racism. Let's just see a, a white person in the top six, please. Stop telling you white people all the time they're useless. Okay, can I have a black brother stand up and say amen? You, you know, to tell you frankly, if you're mad at what I said and you decide you never come, you're never coming back to this church, I've lost nothing. Nothing, except your sour attitude. How long do we want to play these games, man? How long do we want to play these games? We're talking about supernatural acceleration. We have to, we're going to stop playing these games behind closed doors. The man on whose hand the king leaned, filled with cynical assailants, never can happen. Well, I'm going to say to you what Elisha said to you. You will see it, but you will not partake of it. Because you don't believe what God is saying. That this land will be a land of milk and honey. That things are going to change in your life. And if you don't believe it, it's going to change in your friend's life. It's going to change in somebody else's life. But God wants it to change in your life. Get yourself out of neutral. And get yourself into a place of expectation. And believe that anything is possible with God. Come on. Supernatural acceleration. By the power of the Holy Ghost. And we know how that happened. We saw the same in the early church from 120 to 3,120. Next year, people are going to flock to churches. People are going to run to churches. We're not going to fit people into our buildings, our crusades, everything. God showed me it's going to happen whether you believe it or not. Amos 3 verse 13, or 9 verse 13. I have to finish and, and run off to Johannesburg, try and be like an Elijah this morning. Elijah, he says, behold, the days are coming. This is the King James Version. He says, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper 
And the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. And the mountain shall drip with secret wine and all the hills shall float with it. So he says, while you sow your seed, you're going to harvest. Before you pray, you're still going to think about, I'm going to have to pray about that. And by that, I'm not saying you shouldn't pray. And while you think about, I have to pray about that, the telephone is going to ring, the breakthrough is going to come. Before you pray, God says, before you call upon me, I'm going to answer you. I'm going to show myself strong on your behalf in Jesus' name. So when God is at work, nothing can stop Him. Better believe that God is able. Supernatural acceleration is God's ability and power released into our lives to bring about His plans and purposes at a much faster rate than is humanly possible. So you're still going to work hard, but you're going to have to work hard and smart and opportunities are going to come. New wells are going to come. Doors are going to open. You have to be wide awake in the name of Jesus. Bright eyed. You have to sit up. You have to go sleep with one foot up in Jesus' name. Get out of bed with one foot up. Don't roll out of bed snoring. Jump out of bed and say, this is going to be a great day. Something good is going to happen in the name of Jesus because God is able to surprise you in Jesus' name. So when you are in a season of divine supernatural acceleration, you experience a supernatural surge forward. So this COVID has caused many people to take a step back, right? But when you when experience a step back or a setback, you never take a step back because God's prepared your comeback, supernatural, by the power, the guidance of the Holy Spirit. It's going to be God fulfilling His promise in your life. Your dream job. You better write these things down. Put it on your wall. What are you believing God for? Job. What is your goal? Your ideal weight. I'm not talking about physical weight. I'm talking about weight. W-A-I-T. What did you think I was talking about? Huh? Some of you look beautiful the way you are. So, now all of you look beautiful the way you are. Okay, most of you. <laughs> so, so that means you're going to get that promotion. Now, Leicester for me. If you're an Asian lady, a colored lady, a disabled lady, a white lady, a black lady, you are going to get the job, the opportunity, the leadership that God has predestined for you. Listen, listen, listen. Because supernatural means it's God supernaturally overriding what is in the natural. I don't care what Babylon says. I'm Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, I'm Daniel, I'm David, I'm called of God, appointed by God. I am the exception, not part of the order of this world. I'm part of God's order, part of God's kingdom. So if God meant it for me, I'll get to the palace in the name of Jesus. I don't have to leave South Africa. I'm going to get the promotion. I'm going to get the favor. I'm going to get the job. 
because that's what God meant for me. God will change policies. God will blind people to their policies. But I'm going to step into that place that God has for me. Not by might or by power, but by the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. And so will your children and your children's children and your children's children's children in Jesus' name. Shout amen. Hallelujah. Ek verstaan van julle lyk of julle bomskok het, want die opera daar in my hart in die kerk nie. Iemand sê nou redag vir my, jy skree pastoor nie, ek skree nie, ek preek. Verstaan jy die verskil? Dit word genoem predikant onder die inspiratie van die heilige gees. How do you expect me to speak to you like this? 20, um, tell you beloved, we gathered yet today and 20, 22 will be a year of divine supernatural acceleration. Now let's go through what the Oxford's Dictionary says, the Webster's, and so iemand sê nou daar vir my, pastor is die kwaad, is die so, so skree. Nee, wat soek jy? You want a lame dog? Huh? Any guys? No, I'm not angry. I'm passionate. <clears throat> too much life for you because you've been hanging around dead people too long. Because you're used to a graveyard where there's no noise. We'll have a toe healing ceremony afterwards if I'm stepping on your toes. And if I'm stepping on your toes, why? What's your issue? What's your trigger? Okay, that healing is going to accelerate deliverance, breakthrough. Let me compose myself now. So divine, the definition of supernatural is the following. A manifestation attributed to some force beyond scientific reason, understanding, laws, or nature. It is a manifestation or an event considered by the intellectuals of this age to be of a supernatural origin, although there must be some kind of explanation to it. It is departing from the usual or normal, especially when natural laws are being transcended. Do you feel the need for me to repeat? Hey, I've got to go. Give the Lord a praise. Come on, stand to your feet. Give him a praise. Hallelujah. Come on. 
2021, the year of divine supernatural acceleration. I don't know about you, but I'm not staying in this place in the name of Jesus. I'm getting ready for an explosive 2023, and I'm still going to get my breakthrough and my deliverance and my healing. But 2023, come on, they're on one gospel TBN. 2023 is going to be a year of supernatural acceleration by the power of the Holy Ghost. Shout amen. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. Shout amen. Give the Lord a praise a little bit. Come on, this is not a graveyard. Give Him a praise. And forget the one thing I said about that T-shirt. I don't know what was on the T-shirt, but both Him and His Son wore the T-shirts. I don't know what it is. Get it out of your mind because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is you and God. What matters is your relationship with God. What matters is that you love God. What matters is that you don't get caught up in the political rhetoric of this world and you lose yourself and you lose the blessing that God has for you because God may just bless you through the very person that you think God is not going to bless you. So you better love your neighbor. You better love your black brother, your black sister, your black, uh, uh, your white brother, your white sister and get rid of certain things that can stop the manifest blessing of God in your life but I declare it when the enemy comes in like a flood I've said it and I say it for a third time I declare it when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him these plotters and these schemers and these world rulers will not prevail God will raise up his church he said I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail if you believe it say amen and give the Lord oh give him a praise Give Him a praise, even if you're standing in a graveyard, even if you're standing in a valley, even if you stand in a place of hopelessness, give Him a praise because God is able. God is for you. Come on, lift your voices. Give Him a praise. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, my brother. Hallelujah. Come on. I don't care what things seem like in the natural. You believe him, Bloemfontein, Peter Maritzburg. God is able, God is able, God is able, God is able. God is still on the, on the throne. Jesus Christ is still in control. God is still on the move. In Jesus' name. Come on, as we remain in a place of worship for a moment, when every head bowed and every eye closed, no one looking around. That as our pastor was preaching this morning, we heard that supernatural acceleration. But that's only going to be partakers of those that are walking in the things of God, that are in relationship with Him. Because the scripture that we read in Amos said that God will rebuild His children. They said He will use them. He will establish their lives. And maybe you're standing in this place this morning, you came and you were invited. But if you, to be honest, you're standing in this place not knowing that if God is really your Saviour and your Lord, maybe you used to serve Him at some stage and for whatever reasons, you've drifted away. Maybe the last three years was difficult for you. As Pastor said, maybe you're standing with one foot in the grave and the other foot you're hanging on to dear life, asking God to intervene, to do the impossible. But that impossible is allowing Him to be your Lord and your Saviour. So maybe you're standing in this place and you do not know Him, that if you, to be honest, if something had to happen to you today and you had to open your eyes, you do not know if God will say, welcome, my child, or would He send you to hell? And it's not to put fear upon everyone, but it's a realization that we have to make, that everyone have to realize that that is the truth and that is the honest decision that we have to make today. 
So I believe as I'm praying in this place and every head is bowed and every eye closed. Maybe you're standing in this place and you're not sure. Or you would love to make sure again. Or you'd like to come back to God. In a moment, we're going to give you an opportunity just to lift your hand for a moment so that we can know who we are praying for. So if that is you in the count of three, you're going to lift up your hand. In Jesus' name. Come one, two, three. Come on, lift up your hand and say, that is me. Come on, his hands being lifted on the balcony, on the flank. Come on, we see at the bottom, there's hands being lifted all over. Come on, if that is you, just lift up your hand. Say, God, I want to partake. I want to be your son and your daughter. I need that acceleration in my spiritual life as well. Come on, you lift up your hand now. In the name of Jesus, come on, his hands are being lifted all over. Come on, some of you have that uneasiness in you. You do not know what's happening. But it looks like the whole church is looking towards you. Everyone is watching you. Come on, you just respond. Say, God, here I am. Come on, you lift your hand now. Come on, our hands being lifted all over the balcony. Thank you. Thank you on the balcony there at the top, here at the back, at the bottom. Come on, if that is you, just lift it. Amen, family. Family, we just want to say to every one of you that's standing in the front, to please look at me. God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And if we can honestly be truthful to you, what God's going to do in this one moment is going to set you up for the rest of your life. Your children's going to have a better life because of this decision. The people around you are going to be better off because you're going to go now tell them what God has done for you specifically. Many of you are facing so many storms, but today you are going to be part of a family. That in a moment, we're going to lead you in a prayer. You're going to become part of our family. We're going to help you. We're going to guide you. We're going to walk with you and do whatever we can, as long as you allow us to be part of that. And that's the most important thing. The Word says if we can believe and we can pray and ask God, that He will come into our hearts and He will set us free. That whatever we've done yesterday is nothing compared to what He has for us. Because the Word says, as far as the east is from the west, so far He will remove your sins from you today. And that is a promise from God. So would you please, everyone in the front, be so kind just to close your eyes. If you can put your hand on your heart. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer. We're just going to pray after me. Say, thank you, Jesus, that I can come to you today. Lord, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Lord, I believe that you died for me on the cross. And that you rose again. And that you live forevermore. Father, I thank you for this brand new life. I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you that from today, I'm a brand new person. The old has passed and the new has come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come on, amen, family. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.